0: This is News Talk 980 CKNW.
1: Thanks for being with us this morning. Well, you might have heard the news. It was a city of Vancouver announcement in an alley talking about laneway houses and particularly single-family homes and those areas of the city which are dominated by single-family homes and ways to open that up, perhaps building more laneway housing, relaxing the rules when it comes to selling off laneway houses, to bringing in stratas, to try and get more housing. Now, critics will say that's not going to bring forward a lot of new housing and the housing that it might bring forward is going to be expensive, even if it's rental housing, but also reported as part of that it wasn't part of that announcement but it has come to light development fees in the city of Vancouver are also going up so what will that do when we talk about housing affordability Bob DeWitt is the CEO of the Greater Vancouver Home Builders Association and he joins us on the line now Bob so great to have you on the program this morning
0: Good morning, Jill. Nice to be here.
1: Good morning. Uh, what is your response when you hear that the development fees in Vancouver are going up, and in some cases going up by quite a large amount?
0: Yeah, it, it is a, it's another hit. Um, it, they seem to come every year. Uh, before I comment on that, though, I, I would like to say that the changes that they made to tenure on single family, that is a, a massive change, which I think will have a very positive effect for supply in the city of vancouver so uh, that is not to be discounted so even though yes we're uh, we're not crazy about paying more uh, development cost fees the uh, the changes in tenure that they're making with laneway homes and so on is a big deal so uh very good news for families who families who want to have uh access to to ground-oriented uh housing in Vancouver,
1: it is a big shift, isn't it? Because it is. even though we, 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 even the laneway houses have been something that have, that have been built for years now, they've um, not been, they haven't, they've they've been under very tight rules. This does make a, this is a big shift.
0: Oh, it's a huge shift. They had a, um, uh, I can't remember the name of the zone, but in the uh, uh, the area around BGH, they had a, I think it's RT nine zoning where they allowed um, character homes to be um, broken into three units and a coach house added. And and then uh, stratified, and that was uh, very successful zoning. And so, this opening up that that type of zoning to more of the city, I think, will be fantastic.
1: Uh, it, it doesn't solve the issue, though, of affordable housing. When you look you know. at even renting a laneway house, I have uh, friends that rent them, and they're they're renting anywhere a lot of them up to three thousand uh, dollars a month.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, of course. But it, I mean, I think that if uh, when you uh, broaden the um, the tenure. A potential for a tenure. Then you uh, make increase the incentive for people to build them, and the more that they are, uh, prices will come down, and so on. So it, it, I think it's good news. Now, turning to the development costs, I mean, the um, the hit to the typical single family uh, builder will be, as a percentage base, is not huge twenty five hundred dollars. What we're concerned about is the hit to the uh, future condo buyer, which will be gr- uh, slightly greater. Uh, but relatively more of an impact is it'll be somewhere between three dollars to $5,000 for an entry-level uh, condominium. Uh, that'll be the hit on price, which doesn't sound like a lot, but for people at the margin, especially first-time buyers, it's a significant amount of money. So we, we're hoping that doesn't knock, uh, well, it will knock some people out of the market, but hopefully not too many.
1: Uh, and because in Vancouver as well, and we we've talked about this on the show before, are there not also uh, many other fees that add to the cost of units already? If you're comparing a unit in Vancouver compared to, say, something in Langley or or other municipalities?
0: Yeah, Vancouver has its own uh, building bylaw relative to the rest of the province, so they have different uh, code requirements that make uh, building there more expensive. So things like um, accessibility requirements so that uh, new new homes are, um, can be uh, uh, upgraded to, uh, to wheel, wheelchair accessibility and that sort of thing, the height of doorknobs and, and all of that makes them more expensive to build. Uh, there's also other uh, things coming in that we uh, haven't talked about, such as Metro Vancouver is raising its, its fees that go to uh, development. So all of them coming in at the same time will have a, have an impact on cost for sure
1: and when we hear the mayor in this case talking about the raising the fees saying it's about developers having to pay their fair share mm-hmm. how do you respond to that uh,
0: well i think um i mean unless the market crashes which it certainly won't uh, the, our developers will pass on 100% of these increases to buyers so that's just a fact um, and the mar- our market here of course hasn't taken a backward step in um, i don't know at least a decade so I don't see that happening um, so I think they're in theory what they're saying is that with enough lead time um, land develop or landowners will factor in this new cost uh, land developers or uh, building developers won't offer as much for the land because of this new tax and then uh, the prices will be absorbed by the either the developer or the landowner and it simply isn't true it doesn't happen the landowners don't change their expectations that quickly and the, the building developers know that people need to, uh, because demand is such so high that they'll be willing to pay the extra amount. So ultimately, the, the buyer pays for it for sure, 100%
1: will it also push some developers if you have the choice of going through all of the permits going through the longer wait time the, the higher prices now in Vancouver if you were you were looking at, at doing that in Vancouver as compared to and I'll use Langley as an example again uh, will it push some developers to go to the more attractive place where the wait times are much less the fees are less and they could go with a project there instead
0: uh, yeah for sure i mean i think what we look for as an industry in in working with government is we look for accountability, transparency, and predictability. So the city you mentioned, Langley Township, they're, uh, they're, they they're uh, score well on all of those criteria. I mean, with the City of Vancouver, one of the um, uh, frustrations that we have as, a, as an industry is that is the accountability, in that uh, when we pay these community amenity charges, we'd like to know precisely what they're going to be used for. And one of the things we've seen in, in Vancouver is we've seen a... a you know, very large balances in their in their uh, accounts for park uh, acquisition and and uh, and for social housing. So over $100 million each in those accounts. Um, so it's a little bit frustrating not to know what the money is going to be used for specifically. So we, we believe that if these charges are going to be imposed, uh, there needs to be a very clear understanding of what the money is going to be used for. And that, currently that's not the case. Whereas in some of these other cities, it's it's much more transparent and 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 uh, and also predictable about what the costs are going to be.
1: And just to, to touch on again the, the change to the single family homes, do you think people will jump on that? Are we going to see a big uh, people taking advantage of the, those changes, and we'll see a big a, a bit of a building boom when it comes to the lots that can uh, that do fall under these new rules?
0: Well, uh, I, I have to be honest. I haven't read all of the details of the of the release. I've just heard the uh, the coverage of it. Um, I think this is going to be applied more to the um, uh, for incentives to preserve heritage. So it, there is going to be a limit uh, to the context in which it can be applicable. Um, so and that and also the, you, we also have to consider that we're talking about two to three million dollar homes and and the as the sorts of people who can afford to buy those homes. Uh, are they really motivated to build? Um, uh, Structures that they can they can then rent as a mortgage helper. Um, does that make sense? I'm not sure, but we'll have to see. I think one of the things that that I find most interesting is the is the potential for um, parsing out different pieces of existing properties that can then be sold off, um, like a laneway home, for example, to to a buyer uh, at a price that that um, is is comparable to a, to a townhome, say, and that giving people uh, who are potentially or currently in a condominium access to a ground oriented form of housing, which is what a lot of families want.
1: Indeed, definitely. Um, with the fees, uh, do, do they go in? Are people bracing for when uh, the fees take place or, or, or like you say, budgeting that, that is going to be passed on? When do you think we might actually see units where the new fees are passed along?
0: Uh, well, it depends on where the uh, applications are in the cycle. And it, it could be as, as early as six months. It could be 18 months. I mean, one of the things about the City of Vancouver, uh, I don't know if we want to give them credit for this, but they're very Uh, consistent and predictable about when they come up with their increases. They increase them often, which uh, isn't a good thing, but at the same time, at least you can expect it. In other cities that we're seeing, such as Surrey, uh, they don't increase the DCCs as frequently, but when they do, they increase them by a much larger amount. This next year, uh, the city of Surrey, their DCCs are going to be going up more than 60%, which is a huge hit to developers in that that particular community. So... um, So it's a double-edged sword. They, uh, they're predictable in Vancouver, but they're high. The costs are high.
1: It's uh, always good to chat with you, Bob. We'll have to leave it there. But thank you so much for coming on the show to talk about this this morning. I appreciate it.
0: Well oh, you're welcome, Jill. Thank you. thank you for your time.
1: All right. That is Bob DeWitt. He is the CEO of the Greater Vancouver Home Builders Association. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, it is a summer day camp, but it has a very specific purpose, and we're going to talk to the founders of this playground, and we'll talk about why they put it together. So stick with us. That's coming up next right here on News Talk 980 CKNW.
0: Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.